Welcome to Renegade Gamers Radio, a podcast about gaming and hobby. You might recognize some of our voices from our podcast about art and games. Well, we're trying out a new format, and I hope you guys like the pilot episodes. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some video game goodness. I mean, don't relax too much. If you're driving or you're cooking, you'll want to burn your food. You got to be paying attention to the road. Listen responsibly, people. All right, it's good to be podcasting again. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Renegade Gamers Radio Podcast, where we met through our love of art and stayed together for our love of gaming. Come game and post shitty memes with us in our CPR Discord. Links will be in the description. Today we have Full Render. What's crack-a-lackin', peeps? The Ms. Scarlet. Hello. Will Electron. Hey, hey. And Cricket. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Why would he? Sound clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you didn't introduce yourself. Oh, and I'm blue. Howdy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just figured I'd throw that out there. You know. No, thank you. I totally skipped it for for purposes unknown. Um, so, those are the best purposes, right? <laughs> um, how you guys doing today? Doing pretty good. It's almost Friday. Oh, for real though. Oh, I'm excited for Thanksgiving. I'm not excited for the drive that I have in front of me, but. This will be about a between an eight to twelve hour drive to visit my, my family, but uh, I'm excited to see them. Oof, that's rough. Fortunately, I was able to convince my family to come to my house for Thanksgiving, so I'm I'm, I'm good there. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nice. So All you right. Guys do anything big? I didn't do anything too crazy. Didn't Thanksgiving happen? For oh, you Thanksgiving! Already? Oh, I thought you said, "Did you do anything big this weekend?" <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Great start. Listening is you know, um, key to a podcast. No, I'm doing the same thing I do every year. I'm going to my family's house, going to my sister's. We're gonna cook up a whole mess of food. I think I'm gonna be hummus from scratch this year. It's gonna be dope. Ooh, that actually nice. Really good. Yeah, I like making um, hummus from scratch. Being from Canada, I've already had Thanksgiving, but uh, when we had Thanksgiving, right. we had we actually had turkey this year. Usually we don't, but it was really nice. We just, you know, traditional potatoes and turkey and too much bread and uh, pumpkin Always pie. Always too to- much bread. Instead of turkey, you Always. guys should cook up some of those big old geese. <laughs> Get rid of a few of them. Oh, they 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 like to take take over our fields. Yeah, they're mean little beasts. Yeah, my family this year, we're just going to meet up at my parents' house. and uh, I, I don't know if they're going to try and deep fry a turkey again this year. Have you guys ever deep fried a turkey? I have not. I've had deep fried turkey, and it tastes good when done right. But I don't have a fryer, and I don't really want a fryer because <laughs> they're uh, very dangerous. Yeah, but I love when other people do it. Speaking of dangerous, the first time I've ever tried deep fried turkey, my mother-in-law was trying to do it from a frozen turkey. Oh, oh my goodness! Why? All over the backyard. Oh my goodness! Yeah. At least she was doing it in the backyard and not like you know some people who've done it in their house. Always <laughs> thaw your turkey. Always. It cooks better. That let's move on <laughs> to the uh, main topics. Uh, we're gonna start today's show off 
with a uh, Scarlet Diary. Dear Diary, my adventures have taken an interesting turn and taken me deep into a mystery I didn't even know existed. I was in thick jungle studying the native dinos when I came across an ancient temple. It was obviously many years old and I saw signs of battle. As I was exploring the ruins, I came across a decrepit wooden chest. Naturally, I opened it and found part of a journal entry. It was filled with the thoughts of someone called Helena, who talked about how she'd spent many sunsets in Ark and went on and on about studying the dinos of the land. She also mentioned trying to find something beyond this land and made me wonder, did she achieve her goal? Maybe I will try to find more notes and, if possible, find out what is beyond this Ark. Yours truly, Scarlet Fury. So for some reason, when you were mentioning this land, it yeah. made me think of the uh, this episode from <laughs> Firefly. <laughs> First and episode, it's, and it's and it's with the, the dinosaurs. With dinosaurs, so curse your sudden but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> awesome. Um, I just <laughs> maybe they should hire you to write their uh, their notes. Maybe. Um, I started a new project, actually. Um, usually I, in sing- I play mostly in single player. I just build, um, and just tame, tame dinos, make like little farms and stuff. But I decided to start something completely new. I've noticed like, especially with the, uh, release of Extinction, which we'll talk about later, um, that. Ark has a really good storyline now. Like, when I first started playing, back when it was in beta, it didn't have a sto- much of a storyline, but then they introduced Explorer Notes and Ascension, and just, um, I've heard there there's a, like, spoiler alert, there's a cinematic at the end of um, Extinction. So I decided to start from score one, and I'm going to take myself through uh, the storyline, find every Explorer Note, um, and uh, ascend and get all the way to extinction and then see that cinematic. Um, Sounds like I haven't, fun. Yeah, it's going to be... I'm super excited. Um, I'm using limited mods. I'm just using Structures Plus, um, a fun saddle mod, because, I mean, why not? Uh, Moby Dickless, because I hate... Uh, hate those whales so much. They just always, they always screw me over. Um, so many good adventures with Lee Timbal. Oh, it's just, I, my first time was not a fun one. But anyway, um, yeah, slightly boosted rates and just, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go for it. See where it takes me. So, so, um, have you done bosses before in, I, in the game already? I d- I've never done a boss before, so there's going to be okay. a lot of firsts for me. I've never ascended, never even gotten to tech tier. Like, I've played a lot of hours, but I was just kind of happy to stay at, like, sort of stone and uh, just build and tame. So, yeah. well, I, I was wondering because, you know, slight spoiler, there's a cinematic at the end of the aberration stuff, too. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> just a slight spoiler. I mean, I didn't say at all what what it is, so... But that's good to know. See, more to look forward to. So, what is what does the end consist of? Like, you defeat all the bosses. Like, I, I'm not sure what the goal is because uh, yeah. I've, I've, I haven't played enough to ascend or anything like that either. So, I'm gonna get all the way. I'm gonna fully level up my character. Um, I'm gonna fight every boss. 
I'm going to try to find every, um, oh man, what are those things that you find at the in- end of caves? The um, artifacts? Oh, the- yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. find every artifact. Oh, um, I was going to say a wall. Well, you will be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, what? You will need oh, yeah. to get all the artifacts in order to fight all the bosses anyway. That's right, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to get to tech tier, and I'm going to ascend. Once I've ascended, I'm going to... So I'm pretending my character is, like, progressing through. That's where the um, the uh, Scarlet Fury Diaries are going to be for. I'm going to pretend that I am Scarlet going through and finding out these things. I'm going to pretend like I don't That's know. That's what I thought you I guess doing. you are Scarlet going through and finding out these things. I, right? I mean, technically, I just know a little <laughs> bit wrong. more than she does. <laughs> or am I Scarlet, and then you're Whoa. reading... Mm. Me, mm, that's a through. great question. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Or are you reading me going through what you did? I'm reading y- you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm super excited. It's it's been a lot of fun so far. I don't mind like <clears throat> starting over from square one. It's kind of refreshing actually after, because I'd always use creator mode, so it kind of got boring just being able to spawn in everything. Mm. But in yeah. all fairness, you don't really even need to go past stone building-wise. No, no, If you no, go into really. metal, it's just kind of for fun. Yeah. Or PvP reasons, yeah, I mean, which I, I don't yeah. do. I rarely ever make anything in metal, although saying that I'm doing it right now, but it's because of the look right now more than defense. Right, yeah I, yeah. I can't even talk too much because my base on Bell's Island server is completely metal. <laughs> well, it's, I I don't really like metal, at least for inside of um, buildings, because the reflection of light is just gets annoying as anything. Oh, it's right. so god-awful sometimes. You know, I, yeah. I did find that I think one of the dark blue colors is, you know, is one of the nicer ones for not having it just blinding. Because when I was playing with some other friends, you know, we had pure metal stuff because you're on a PvP server. Uh, you know, it was just had to find something that made it bearable. Actually, yeah. a little tip for people who might not know: um, you can actually go into your options just even in game. You don't even need to be in the main screen. And um, there's a little like those little check marks in the options. There's one for light bloom, and it turns off like you so you don't blind yourself every time you look at metal. I found it really helped. Like, I don't even mind being near metal anymore because it just, uh, you can just uncheck that box and it won't bother you anymore. You know, the worst part about that tip is I feel like I should have known that already. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember way back when you would run, you know, basically a, you know, a client side console command to turn the light bloom and the light shafts down where you would, you know, you would have to set it to, you know, a, a numeric digit. But Dana? you had to type it in basically every time you logged in because, you know, just the reflection off of uh, water and all that was horrible. I mean, this was back, you know, early, you know, early access type stuff back before Scorched and all that stuff. I believe that. They've come a long way. They have. All right. Um, that's it for Scarlet. Our next topic is some Red Dead 2. What do you mean, Red Dead Two? What do you think this is? What What, what do you think? What, I think this is. what do you think this is? Some kind of spoiler cast? I'm gonna Hell spoil yeah. the whole entire game for everybody listening. Just a little. I don't know who you think you are. Sometimes. 
But no, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead 2. I've been hooked on that game. I've been shooting raccoons in that game. Talking about raccoons. Because <laughs> I need perfect raccoon pelts. So can you actually hunt them in there? You could hunt everything, dude. Like, everything is huntable. There's almost every animal that you could think of in the U.S. that you could hunt. That's impressive. That sounds cool. It is pretty cool. So, I'm just been... Okay, so Red Dead 2. Now, Extinction is... I really want to play that. But my PC is just being a humongous douche. And just refuses to play Ark at the moment. And I'm not going to be able to play that probably till like after the holidays. But Red Dead 2 saved me from going absolutely bananas. Because it is so... like It's like this game is like... It sucks you in, just like Ark does. Mm. And there's so much stuff to do. You Just like the uh, hunting. You could spend a whole night just hunting. You know, you could spend a whole night just running around on your horse, running into random encounters, and that's a good time also. And that's literally running into random encounters as you uh, hit somebody and knock them off their horse, right? Oh, yeah. Or you could accidentally <laughs> knock into somebody and then... That causes a freaking uproar for some reason. Like, your horse trampling someone in town is a big deal. And then, you know, the sheriffs and the cops, they want to come after you, and you wind up, just because you accidentally hit a wrong button, you kill half a town. Open world games are the best. And then you're not allowed in that town until you, like, you pay some kind of super high bounty or whatever. Yes, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I, I want to play Red Dead 2. I have it. I, I bought it. I, and I played it a little bit, but then... Extinction Core is out ex- right now. Extinction's out. So now I'm on, on here. And whenever I'm on here, I you know, I fall deep for for weeks. And especially now, you know, working towards, you know, eventually we're going to be doing some of the other stuff, which we'll talk about later. And so I want to play it, but just I can't draw myself away from here. <laughs> Now, let me tell you something. I'm not going to spoil anything. So if people are listening and they're nervous about me spoiling anything from this story, I'm not going to do it. So don't worry about it. I'm not going to talk about the story. Although, the only thing I will say, the story is very good. And like tonight, I've just been wanting to do story mode. So when I go and play that later, I'm going to be doing tons of story. But, you know, just that aside, man... Like, I spent just countless hours just doing side quests, running into random encounters out there. Just, you'll be riding along, and you'll hear somebody yelling for help. And you'll be like, yo, what's up, dude? You know, like, you won't say that. You'll be like, hey, mister, what's up? That's my best. Howdy, partner. And it'll be like it'll be like a woman laying on the floor. She's like, "Oh my god, a wolf bit my ankle!" And then you get off your horse to help her, and three dudes pop out of her, and they're trying to rob you. So now you gotta, you know, whip out your gun, blast a woman in the face, run behind a tree, and engage the rest of these guys. So does it doesn't come down to who has the bigger pistol? Sometimes it does, man. It's not, but it's not the size of your pistol. It's how you use this pistol, dude. How fast you can whip it out. So how fast you could whip it out and sling this thing around like it's nobody's business. But, yeah, so i just been having a total blast with that. I'm just totally sucked into that game. You know, the weapons are great. The only, you know, gripe I have is 
you know, I'm not a huge fan of the Grand Theft Auto style combat, although I'm used to it now. And but that doesn't deter from the game at all for for like me. It's just I'm not a fan of that type of combat in any game. Like I like I don't know. I feel like Horizon New Dawn handled open world combat better. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn was amazing. Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. So that's fine. I'm, that's I felt, another one I need to finish up. Yeah, so I felt that handled action fighting better than Grand Theft Auto does. Although, you know, if you play Grand Theft Auto and you like that, you're gonna like this. And you know, that doesn't deter from the game. It's just a little tiny, just a, the tiniest gripe that I have. Like if I had to give this thing a rating, I'd give it a ten. You know, so it does it, it you know, that little gripe doesn't even it's just what I like better. You know, I like you know, so that's the smallest thing, but everything else is just such a good game. It's like I don't want to go into more detail because I, I, I don't want to spoil anything. It's it's pretty early on and this game has a lot to sink your teeth into. So like I could wind up spoiling something for somebody who's just barely into the game. So I don't want to do that. Yeah, I've heard it's a Fair big enough. game. Yeah, because yeah, the amount of it that I that I've played, which which isn't much, I really did like. Um, it, you know, the the story you know just started off really good and everything, but so I'm looking forward to playing more of it. I just have two questions for you. One, what is the hardest thing you've had to hunt? And two, what is the craziest thing you've had happen to you during the uh, cinematic mode? Okay, well, hunting they have legendary creatures. And they're not necessarily that hard to hunt, but I ran into the legendary bear, and that was pretty tough. Even though I took it down, and then when I took it down, I actually realized I took it down way early. That's probably why it was tough. Um, But that was probably the hardest thing I had to hunt, like hunting-wise. Actually, no, scratch that. Hunting is like perfect pelts. Anytime you need a perfect pelt for something, that's the hardest Thing to hunt for because here's like here's what you have to do for that doing perfect pelts you not only have to find the animal you have to like inspect the animal to make sure that it could it could even yield the perfect pelt so that's one step so you have to find not only do you got to find these animals you have to find one that has a perfect pelt first of all then you have to kill the animal with the right weapon and the right ammunition as not to mess up the pelt and you have to shoot it in a vital spot to, like, kill it with one shot. Wow. No, that sounds- you don't want to mess up the pelt. So that's how, how you get a perfect pelt. So you have to study, you know, what weapons to use. And there's plenty of stuff on YouTube already. So don't let that, like, throw you off. But, yeah, so you go on YouTube to look all that stuff up. But, yeah, you need the, the uh, right gun, the right ammo, and hopefully it could yield a perfect pelt, which you could tell by looking at it with uh, binoculars and you could study it. Okay. That's the hardest thing. So like finding, like finding a perfect like squirrel cloak is annoying because squirrels are super tiny (laughs) and they're fast, you know? So that's kind of tough. Now, what they need is they need to add a hunting dog then. That would be cool because when you squirrels down, and when you shoot down birds, it'd be cool if you could send out a dog to get the bird for you to like and bring then, it and back. He like, he like holds it up and la- or laughs at you if you miss. Holds two of them up, like, <laughs> <laughs> duck hunt style. Love it. But then the craziest thing in cinematic mode. So 
there's a thing in the game where when you ride from like place to place, you could set a waypoint and you could go into cinematic mode. And when you're in this mode, you don't have to, you know, touch anything. It just goes and it, it, it like shows you in like a cinematic view. It, it like pans out and pans in and it looks super nice and the scenery is really cool. But what that allows you to do is maybe sit back, drink some, you know, drink some coffee, beer, or tea, you know, and just chill while you're riding to the next waypoint. Because there's a lot of getting around the map and the game is purposely paced slow. So when you play this game, get ready for that. In the beginning, it could seem a little daunting because we're so used to everything just hyper fast. They really pace you and they really want you to get that Wild West feel. So, you know, there's a lot of, you know, you can't fast travel into kind of far into this story into and, and, into like 15 hours in. You can't really fast travel. And even fast traveling is just one way from your camp to a spot. You can't fast you um you you um can't fast travel back for free anyway. You could pay people to ride you in a uh, stagecoach or whatever. But anyway, so cinematic mode. Now the only thing with that is it does kind of pilot your guy the right way, but sometimes you know things get in your way, and since you're not controlling it, the game doesn't have as I I, I guess as as I'm good reflexes as you do or whatever it is. So you'll sometimes will um, where things will happen. So one of the craziest things that happened to me was I was in cinematic mode, and I think I was talking to Blue and Cricket at the time. So I'm totally spaced out. I'm talking to them about Ark and Extinction Core, and a stagecoach comes out of nowhere, and I wound up just smacking into the front of the stagecoach. I flip over, and my horse and body kill one of the riders on the stagecoach. <laughs> And then, of course, while I'm picking myself up, because it's not like you get up right away. You just went flipping off your horse. So I'm picking myself up. I'm dusting myself off. Of course, now a witness comes riding by and is like, hey, what did you do? And starts riding off because he's going to rat you out. Oh, my God. Jerk. Yeah, so now <laughs> I get on my horse. I got to chase this guy down because I didn't have that much money on me at the time. I didn't want another bounty, which I then had to pay. So I chase this guy down, I lasso him, pull him off his horse. I don't want negative morality, so I don't just kill him. So I hogtie him. And of course, as I'm hogtying him, another witness comes riding by. Like, what is this, the busiest road in the Wild West? Like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Like, it's like, I'm in the middle of mountains. So another dude comes by and he's like, oh, and he just keeps on riding. So now I have to get on my horse again. I ride. And I get him, I lasso him down, and I tie him up. And, you know, there's a, a thing you could do when you tie someone up. You could eventually talk him out of, like, telling on you. You know, you basically threaten him or whatever. Then you could cut him loose. Cut him loose. I get back on my horse to go back to the other guy. And he already cut himself out of his binds and is shooting at me by the time I get back. <laughs> oh, my God. So I wound up having to kill that dude. And I got a negative morality point anyway, out of all that. Uh, but you didn't get the bounty. <laughs> that was all because you hit a stagecoach. It was all because I was in cinematic <laughs> mode, and my horse smashed into a stagecoach. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. No, yeah, so those are kind of like random crazy things that could happen in Red Dead. It's really cool. You, you know it's nuts? I wish that Ark had this encounter system that Red Dead 2 has. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be really cool. Just, like, you're roaming around Ark, and, like, there's someone in the woods that might need help, and he asks you for help. 
You know, he could be trying to do something bad or whatever the case may be or whatever it is. That would be really cool if they, if they had worry, that. Don't worry, the, uh, the modders will take care of that. Yeah, I mean, if the modders <laughs> wanted to add something like that, Bush people was a hot mess. But oh, if the good God. modders could add something, implement something like that, that would be great. <laughs> you know, they actually have a new mod out there um, similar to Bush people. Uh, simple humans, I think. And I, mm. I haven't read about it crashing servers yet, but uh, it's it's not as sophisticated, I don't think. Although you can get these people tamed in writing dinos. So I don't know. I'd test that out, but it would mess, I think it would mess with my experiment a bit, so. Probably. Yeah, no. yeah don't do that. If that's it for Red Dead, Bo, uh, we can move along to Dark Souls with Will Electron. All right, yeah, so I have been playing the Switch port of uh, Dark Souls Remastered and I I'm pretty sure I've talked about Dark Souls on the uh on the old podcast maybe but, once or twice. Yeah, probably. So you might have mentioned it in passing. It is one of my favorite games in existence. Um and it's and it's kind of funny because when I was in college my roommate got this game and I didn't know anything about it and he was like, "Eh, you probably won't like this game." And I was like, uh, yeah, he's like, you know, it's it's got lots of blood, it's zombies and stuff. And I was like, eh, okay, you know, I'm kind of squeamish, uh, or used to be. So, but I was like, eh, maybe I'll try it anyway. Sounds like an interesting premise. So, um, I did, and saw there was an option I could turn the blood off. So I did that <laughs> at, at the time. Um, Although I've played Bloodborne and stuff now, so it doesn't bother me nearly as much as it used to. But, um, but I, you know, I got really into it. I was like, wow, this is a really good game. I really like this a lot. <laughs> so um, basically, I, I started playing, and I, I never looked back. I, bought, I went out and bought my own copy of it, and uh, now I have... Let's see, a copy for the 360, which is what I started on. Uh, I have a copy. I I got it on sale on Steam uh, for like 750 several years ago. Didn't really play that version much at all because uh, it was a pain to set up. But the Prepare to Die edition. Then I got it for PS4 when the remaster came out, and when it came out for Switch, I got it for that too. So. Oh Jesus! You <laughs> wow that game series it's a yeah, good game i mean i have dark souls one and two i beat dark souls one i remember uh, but i haven't gone through two and so, i started at one point so yeah um i was a little apprehensive about this you know as much as i like this game i was apprehensive about the switch port because i had heard some rumors when it first came out about um about it having audio issues and that, you know, the remaster wasn't as good on that system as it was on PS4 and Xbox One and and on the PC. Um, so, uh, you know, I had pre-ordered the thing, so I already had it, but I was a little wary of opening it up <laughs> before things came through just in case I wanted to return it. Although, of course, Amazon's pretty good about returns, even if you've opened stuff. If it's not what you ended up wanting, they'll take it back and give you a refund so as long as it's within their their time period for return so um but uh so i've been playing it on the switch again um and i haven't honestly noticed 
too many differences from what I've seen on the PS4. I, you know, the the frame rate is 30 frames per second, which is what the original one was, and on the PS4 it's 60. So, you know, there's there's uh, definitely uh, nice having the silky smooth frame rate on PS4 with that. But um, since I started out playing it on 30, it doesn't bother me that much. Um, and the fact that I can take one of my favorite games with me wherever <laughs> is amazing and so and that's the biggest argument i have this for the switch port even if uh maybe the graphics are a little worse although i haven't seen anything that looks too much worse than ps4 um and i haven't really heard anything that sounds messed up um like what people were complaining about at the beginning so maybe they patched it maybe they updated it before i really got into it but um the the biggest thing I'd say about the Switch is having it, being able to take games, and specifically for me, this one, wherever I want to go, is is pretty great. Um, this time, you know, this game, one of the reasons I like it is because there's so much variability in what you can do, what kind of character you can build. Um, you know, they've got everything you could pretty much ask for in RPG. They've got, you know, your standard... Uh, strength melee stuff, big swords and axes and uh, hammers and stuff like that. Um, you can go with the uh, you know more quick bladed weapons. Uh, they've got uh, at least two katanas, all sorts of. Uh, they've got scimitar. Um, you know, uh, all the, lots, lots and lots of different weapons and armor and uh, ways you can build your character for magic. They've got both your standard sorcery type magic spells and and also pyromancy uh where you can throw fireballs and other awesome stuff around um and so you know i've i've done a few different builds on the various systems that i played on but i had never done a strength build where you're just wearing heavy armor and have a, a big club or something like that that you're smashing things with. And so I decided to try that for my run on the Switch. And I, I haven't built up too far, but so far it's just really satisfying when you get the timing right and you dodge out of the way of an attack and then you just slam your hammer down on the enemy and they're dead. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Nice. So I'm kind of embarrassed to admit this, but about... I don't know, maybe five, six years ago, I bought a copy for the Xbox. Uh-huh. And I was playing through the very first area, like kind of the intro area. Right. And I probably spent like an hour. I'm one of those gamers that will kind of look into every nook and cranny to see if I'm missing something. Uh, you went for the skeletons, didn't you? I Well, okay. Spoiler <laughs> for me. No, I didn't even find that. I, oh, okay. I, I came across the very first boss, and I... I tried to fight him like five or six different times. Mm-hmm. You mean the one you're like supposed so... to run away from? Is that what you're supposed to do? Y- y- yeah, there's a door oh, to the side that you can man. run out and then you come back and fight him later when you have an actual weapon. I got so upset at that, I broke a freaking controller <laughs> oh, to play the game again. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that tends to be most people's um, 
experience it, they just oh, run into either that wall or um in a later area you think you know most games skeletons are the easy enemy but in this game no skeletons are not the easy enemy um so most people find those first and like oh skeletons this is the way i should go and then they give up on that because they're just way too hard yeah but also one of the things is like if you've played a lot of other you know games you know like Ever since I guess it was like Super Metroid, where you you know you fight a, you kind of fight a big boss in like the tutorial, and then you kind of you know maybe get powered down or something like you know the God of Wars did it because you know they basically made the first level you know was the demo version where you um where you had go access through to everything. fight a boss and then something happens where you get depowered and all that stuff so mm-hmm. yeah you expect mm-hmm. the first boss you're you know, a lot of times you're kind of gonna just tear up and then you know it gets harder from there but no with, the, with that one yeah it, i tried him a few times I'm like this is just crazy and i looked it up and it's like oh yeah you just dodge over here I'm like well that that is creative i guess well the biggest thing for me is i didn't want to spoil it because i'd heard in college that it was just such a good game mm-hmm. and so i i refused to go online to look at any hints yeah and in hindsight I really should have, because I spent two hours trying to figure out how to beat that dang boss. And, yeah, it didn't end well for me. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, it's one of those things when you kind of learn how the game feels and how it works and generally how it directs you towards things, you you can start figuring things out. But that little bit of that first push of... How does the game tell me where I need to go and what I need to do? It's a lot more. It's just different from other games. But once you figure it out, you you can get through without looking at guides. But that that initial push of I've never played a game like this before. What's going on? You, you either you need. I, I'm I'm of the opinion you pretty much either need someone to tell you what at least those first few steps of what to do or or look it up. Yeah, because for me it wasn't so much looking up how to play it. It was with those type of games. I I usually always try to plan out my build mm. first. <laughs> so I was looking up. Yep. Well, what are some of the builds? And that way, you know, I'm not making wrong decisions along the way. Um, but it was more doing that, and you know, then like I said, deciding what build because it might decide on. Especially when when you get one of those things where it's you only get you know ten you know. 10 up, you know, upgrade items to be able to upgrade certain things a certain way. Well, you, you want to make sure that if you're going to be going with like a, a dexterous build, that you don't waste those on a, a strength weapon or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Because, like, well, now I'm screwed and now I can't get a better version of the weapon I actually want to use. So I, that's why I usually look up build guides with that. Yeah. Plus, like I said, just to figure out what type of game I want to play. Because since that game. You know, it does take a certain degree of skill to it, you know, with learning the patterns and doing the dodges and all that. You can't just yeah. sit there and face, you know, face roll things. Um, you want to practice the skills as you're playing that you're going to be using for your style of play. If you're going to be doing a a ranged bow build, you're, you're, you're going to need to learn the skills to, to dodge as much as you can and still get your shots off. If you're going to be doing, like you said, the strength build, you're going to be in their face and you need to know how to do the proper dodges to not get hit during that. Yep. And then to get your hits off. Well, and and if you're going to use a, a hammer, you know, that has one type of 
of swing animation, whereas using a sword has another type. Mm -hmm. So you might want to dodge back instead of left <laughs> type thing. Well, and the other thing that I really like about this game is you as a person learning how to play it makes all the difference. It's not just your character getting more powerful, although that definitely plays a factor. It's not just um, getting better equipment or anything like that. You as a player get better at the game and yeah, um, the way it's designed is you can go through the entire game without leveling up once if you know the layout of the maps and you know how to play the game because you've done it multiple times it's it's perfectly doable yeah, now, I mean, i've never done that myself just because eh, maybe i'll do it someday when i've run out of other things to do but so far i've been satisfied just uh playing normally and trying different builds out yeah, because while while I haven't watched you know the videos, I've seen that there's there's playthroughs of complete naked you know uh, runthroughs of it where the mm -hmm. people you know they didn't you know didn't wear any armor at all because you dodge every hit and you don't need armor. Yep. So it's just a very deep and complex game, and one that uh, you know even though I've been playing it for oh, what year is it? Eighteen. 2018 God. i've probably been playing it on and off not not continuously but on and off for at least six years um uh, i can still see myself playing for for years to come so and that's just the and that's just the first one that doesn't include dark souls 2 or 3 or bloodborne or whatever else from soft decides to Me release because you know, I I haven't I haven't tried that one yet. Okay, um, I, I heard people basically put that in the same. Uh, it yeah, it's a, it's another. They're calling them Souls likes now, just because of how much of an effect these games have had on gaming. But uh, but yeah, I, and I might try that one someday. Um, but there's there's enough directly from this company that's similar enough that I, I've got plenty on my hands. <laughs> so during so, the winter shutdown for my work, I might have to try and pick this back up again yeah with some youtube help <laughs> well, uh, well and the other thing is if you want and i'm around I, I i love talking people through stuff and just talking with people about the game and discussing builds and all that so i will definitely keep that in mind because i can't afford to keep buying controllers <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh with with playing it on and off are you finding that when you go back to playing that you basically still have your skills or that it takes you, you know, a week or whatever to basically get back into the groove of how to play it. Uh, I'd say it takes me maybe, maybe a single session, uh, just okay. like a couple hours, maybe if that to get back in the groove. Cause it's, it's honestly, I, maybe people hate this analogy, but it's like riding a bicycle. Once you get it down, you don't really forget how to do it. Yeah. And so, and so they they didn't change up much of the mechanics between one two uh, three the mechanic well so specifically for dark souls and its remaster they didn't change any of the mechanics the way okay. the game works is exactly the same as it always was and some people didn't like that um they thought they would update it and put it in dark souls 3 engine uh, dark souls 3's engine but honestly I, I was i was fine with it i didn't want it updated i just wanted to have some better graphics on a modern system, um, you know, maybe some better frame rate, fix some of the bugs that were in there. 
because uh, there's one area that would just get so bogged down in frame rate uh, just because of all the different firelight and scaffolding and stuff that you could see. Um, it I have would a slow question down for if you. you look. Yeah, go ahead. Would you? Wouldn't you rather them though just make a new? game rather than remastering the old ones they've only remastered just the one pretty much um they did make an updated version well not well yeah they, they they've added dlc and and put them in in packs and stuff this is the only one they've remastered but they have actually made um they have made a new game um that's completely not in the same series at all uh and the gameplay while it might be a similar style, is going to. It's not going to have different builds and upgrades and all of that. It's called a uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, I think, um, and that's another game from the same company that's um, going a bit of a different direction from the Souls game. So I'm looking forward to that too. Wasn't um, there a game that came out that was like Souls that had like werewolves, hmm. like werewolves and vampires? They, there was, in fact, a buddy of mine at work was talking about this for like two months. Blood something, blood something. Uh, Bloodborne? Oh, Bloodborne. yeah. It's, that's Bloodborne. by the same company. Yep. And I, I guess I didn't think about it being werewolves per se because it's like a, a one-way transformation. But right, right. And I'm not sure there were vampires. It's more like weird it was more of a rather than a a dark fantasy medieval style it was more of a uh got like um uh london gothic style that's a game that's on thing. my list i have so. it i have it sitting oh because you got it for free from uh ps no, plus right or no did you get it i, I i've had it before that like, oh, okay, i got okay. it when it was pretty new and i just never because my um sons wanted it and i wanted it also but i just yeah. never got around to playing it I have like that is sitting right next to Witcher Three, both of which I have to play. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember when some of my friends were talking about it. I wanted it, but the, at the time I didn't have a PS4. Um, and now I have a PS4, so mm-hmm. it's yeah. You know, you could probably I can probably pick it up for like twenty bucks or something. I think well, actually, I, I think that was one of one I picked up my PS4. I made a list of a couple, you know, of the exclusives that I had wanted, and it is on the list. And that is that is a, another game that I really like because it's it's very much in the same vein. The theme is different. Um, it, the combat and all of that is a lot faster because there aren't any shields. Well, there's one shield that's mostly useless except in very specific situations. But mostly, and you know, you don't have as many choices in in builds and things like that. Um, you know, it's a it's a much more tightly focused game. If I had to put it one way, uh, is what I would say. Um, but uh, also a very well done game. The lore is deep. Um, a whole lot of stuff to figure out. I think they did a really good job of going back to the roots of having um, interconnected and a branching world um, where one play one. Um, area leads into another and then it kind of loops back around and things like that so um, yeah I just I'm a big fan of all the Souls games and um, you know so I, I do I do think to answer your question more directly Foe I I do hope that they keep releasing new games rather than remastering I don't think there's going to be too many more remasters because all of the other games except for the original Dark Souls had been released on a current gen console. Um, 
So I don't think there's really going to be a need to remaster any of the other ones. And they, they've already started releasing um, games that aren't strictly related. So, Right. Yeah, I'm looking here. The three games I'd written down was Bloodborne, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Shadow of the Colossus. Mm. So I already picked up Horizon Zero Dawn. I need to. I just don't need to finish that one. And Shadow of the Colossus, I had played it some way back when it first came out, but I couldn't. Back get on the, the PS2. Yeah, on the PS2, but I couldn't get down the past the damn horse. But you know, the horse Titan, which was like the third or fourth one. Ah, uh, oh yeah, that one was tricky. I mean, I knew how to do it. I just couldn't execute it. Yeah, Shadow of the Colossus, that's a game I want to play. That's another game I would like to play. I don't own that, though, so I don't feel as bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I've said my say on uh, Dark Souls. Uh, basically, highly recommend. And if you've got a Switch and you've never played the game before, it's honestly a decent place to start, especially since you can just pick it up and go. And get help if you get stuck. Yes, for sure. Don't be afraid to ask people because it's a wonderful game and I would hate for people to just stop playing because they don't know where to go. But you can also get destroyed by people jumping into your game. No, no. I'm uh, Well, get help not by yeah. summoning people in-game, but more oh, of finding okay. knowledge of what you need to do is, I think, where we're going with that one. Yeah, because I actually found yeah. when I was playing the game, I... I spent more time soulless. Is that what it was called? Hollow. Hollow. Um, yeah. Then, you know, bringing my soul back in or whatever, just because I didn't want, because I had people come in and kill me and I didn't want that to keep happening. So I was like, screw this. I'm just going to remain soul, remain hollow. Yep. Another good tip for that game, get insurance on your controllers. Just. <laughs> and with that, I think we should move on to, uh, Arc Extinction. Woo! So, Arc Extinction, it's the newest expansion for Arc from Wildcard. Um, it came out for the PC, it came out on the 6th. I believe it came out on console. Two days what? ago. Two days ago. Which yeah. is the Two days ago, man. I might have to just pick it up for the console until I get my freaking PC in order. I mean, I think Fell has a. Uh, PS4 server running, doesn't he? He does. Uh, yes, he's. I don't know. Is it up and running? It might be up and running now. He was get. He was starting to get a bit irritated with it because it kept crashing. Yeah, and something actually came out about that, and I'll talk about that here in a hot second, I guess. Um, but so yeah, it's their newest expansion. Um, they added a brand new map with, just like all their others, with a bunch of uh, new content new creatures. It's just, there's so much. It is huge. Uh, Cricket, you, you've had a lot of experience on it. How big would you say it is compared to the older maps? Um, I think it's slightly smaller than Rag, maybe. Or maybe, ah, ooh, or maybe it's, oh, bigger. it's bigger. I, I, I don't know. It, it seems really large, but, um, you know, but then, like, Aberration was larger than you realized at first because of how, you know, because of how the verticality of that one, where there's really not much, you know, this is mostly on one plane except for the sunken forest. Um, but it it, does, it is neat because I like the way that it brings the different biomes in. Um, it, it feels, though, that there's not as much viably buildable space because of the fact that the... Oh, 
the wasteland i haven't tried building on it yet for the most part but it seems like it's gonna be a crapshoot because corrupted dinos can destroy any tier of building material even up even to root tech, tech. yep Oh, so wow. if you build on the wasteland, you have the chance of corrupted dinos destroying your stuff. Now, granted, you know, debuff. there's a lot of areas, you know, that that you know, there, it's only the the mild of the corrupted dinos, the the Dilophosaurs, the trikes, you know, not the rexes and the gigas and you know and whatnot. So you can choose some areas where you have a couple, you know, turreted velos or something set up, and they should be able to t- tear stuff up. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. I, I decided right now, um, I'm currently in the desert biome. Um, I had first started off, I had spawned in at the sanctuary, um, because that was the easy part. And my original plan was to go to the sunken forest from there. And, uh, Ooh, that sounds I, like a cool spot to be. And I read my compass, my compass wrong. And oh, no. I went south uh-huh. instead of north. And so I ended up in like the northeastern portion of the sanctuary instead of heading towards the sunken forest like I planned. So it was getting kind of late. So I've, and I had tamed one or two dinos by that point. Um, and I've, I had to build something to just keep myself safe for the night. So I built right at the edge. It, it was officially called Wasteland uh, as far as the, you know, the, the biome that I was in. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't giving me the debuff, and it was right at the the edge of one of the walls of the sanctuary. And I found a little ledge there that I was able to wall off, and so I was building there for a while. And that, but I knew that wasn't going to be where I wanted to go permanently because it was just a small spot. So I had started building stuff down at the desert biome, um, and that's when they they put out their. I don't know if it, if you consider it a fix or their change or whatever for the element veins. Um, I, I think what happened is they accidentally enabled them. Yeah. And quickly disabled them, and it. Yeah. So, so I mean, so so they made their they they made their changes, which you know I believe that it enabled something, and then it you know it had a certain area around that says you can't have buildings there, and so it destroyed all the buildings. So I got home from work, and Fell told me, "Hey, all your all of your base is completely destroyed." Uh, but I grabbed all the stuff out of out of the bags that were there and put them into boxes. So I was able to recover that stuff, but that just uh, made my move down to the desert much more permanent and sooner than you know than than my original time you know time was going. So I do have a, an area here that I like, although I can't quite build. I didn't quite couldn't quite build where I wanted to because I was getting a structure can't be built here. So something is blocking the structure. I thought it was the obelisk at first, but we have building near obelisk turned on. And where I'm at now, I actually, I can't build further in a direction away from the obelisk. Um, and it's still really far away from, say, like the cave and all that. So there's some something that the game is not letting me build in this one direction. Which I've is, had that before. Which is sort of annoying because I can't, close off that area of the base i'm having you know wandering dinos come in from there um so it's always fun yeah i'm just using my you know my my living organic turrets the villainosaurs to uh to take care of them though but uh but yeah the the size of it's 
it's quite large. Um, you do have flyers to you know to get across though. Um, I'm, I kind of want us to get classic flyers so we can speed up the flyers, but it still doesn't feel that bad um, as far as trying to get from one side to the other. Uh, I've found that my bread uh, manager uh, or uh, what is it? Um, Manic Armor is the official name. Mm. Actually goes across the world really quick because of speed. It allows him to do his dash really far. Um, so if I'm just trying to get across the map, I'll use him. Um, but if I'm trying to actually find stuff, I'll usually use my Snow Owl because that seems to be one of the that seems to be possibly the fastest flyer. Although I need to breed a, a moth because the moth seemed that it was faster than the Pteranodon when I was messing with it earlier. Um, so I'm going to have to mess with that and see if it's actually faster than a, a Snow Owl or not. In all fairness, though. The way the sunken forest is set up, it, it doesn't like stand out compared to the other um, biomes. So I can see how you got turned around as well. Yeah, because you know th- then when I finally started trying to look for it, even though I was on a flyer, uh, you and Phil were trying to direct me towards it, and there was a couple other nasty areas nearby there as I was trying to find. Man, it. that the- snow owl looks so sweet, though, man. Yeah, the the owl with the with the tech. Which that's one thing I do really like about the design of the the new creatures here. They're all basically tech infused. Um, yeah, you know, Snow Owl has is it you know, tech or more. Uh, I don't know. It feels. I mean, it feels tech. I well, mean, it looks techy. It looks techy. Yeah, it looks I mean, like alien tech. Like it's it's like an alien tech. I was yeah. thinking it was more like aberrant because it has the, it has all the glowy features and so. So I, I don't know whether it would be aberrant or tech. It, I mean, it, it feels tech to me. It looks more metallic. Okay, so this snow. Okay, snow owls, right? Are those yeah. things just flying around in the wild, or do you gotta do something special to get them? Yeah, they're just they're flying around in the snow biome. And are they hard to tame? Like, what they're do you gotta pretty, do to tame them? Pretty much an argent. Oh, argent style. Okay. Not bad then. Yeah. The, uh, and the what's hardest... their special thing? Like, what's their special thing? Like, what's so cool about a snow owl? Like, what it, what does it do that the Argent doesn't do? So it, it doesn't pick things up like the Argent does, but what it gets is uh, the right click. If you right click and you hold it in, it will create this essentially, you know, frosty area around it where it, it pulls itself in and it turns into an ice cube and everything within a maybe, what, one or two foundation radius away from it. Um, also gets frozen, and then it applies a healing buff, sort of like the uh, the Deodons. Ooh, that's cool. And from what I read on the patch notes, it's uh, based. It scales with the Snow Owl's uh, health. So, so the more health that has, it'll do more healing. Yeah. So I haven't gotten a chance to play too much with it to see how much it really changes with health or not. Um, but you know. At first, we were pumping all stamina because it uses a lot of stamina as it's in that healing mode. And then when I read that, I'm like, oh, well, maybe you know, pumping all the stamina is not the best way to go. Maybe you know, either a balanced version or pumping a lot of health in, into it so you get a bigger heal works. Yeah, I um, got to rebreed all my snow owls now because I, I did the stamina thing <laughs> yeah. too. And then you know, not only is it nice for healing, but you know, it'll 
it'll it'll just freeze things so you can kind of reset combat and um if you have you know people that are at range you know i could see it being a lot of use with a multi-person tribe because you can have some people that are on crowd control and that are keeping some things just controlled while other people are taking out some of the other creatures um so it seems like it, it has a lot of utility versus just being another you know tank or dps type you know type dino um which seems really neat um and then also if you press c or the crouch button it goes into what it calls predator vision which essentially is you know heat vision you know kind of predator style so it kind of has you know the grays with you know your purple to red uh, yellow ish color for for seeing creatures in the you know in the dark which is really neat looking sweet and, it allows you, you know, one of the things that is nice is it allows you to find the beehives uh, a little easier because they're kind of hard to see on the cliff walls um, if, you, you know, if you're if you trying to get honey. Did you find those beehives out in the wastelands or were they all in the sunken forest? The only ones that I found were the ones down in the sunken forest. I read that there's some at the sanctuary. I just haven't looked for them because I, I got two... I actually got two bees, and then I got enough honey to make the S-plus domesticated beehive, which now is fulfilling my honey needs. Nice. Yeah, I, um, when I first started, I originally was, I just looked at all the spawns, and I'm like, which one is going to be the best one to go to? And I thought the sunken corpse would be super unique, but as soon as I spawned in, I found like three bases already set up. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, it seems like oh, well. seems like all of you know all of you guys spawned in there, which is weird because it wasn't the one marked easy. Um, I knew that I wouldn't want to start down at like you know the desert or the snow because I sort of assumed that it was going to be hot or cold, which it surprisingly isn't. Um, the desert biome right now is a cool seventy-two degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, I'm feeling like it's something they're going to patch later, like once they get things figured out. I mean, it is... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that that sounds uh, the, the, unrealistic. Yeah, the, the cold biome do, it is slightly cold, but it doesn't seem like it's you know super cold. It's not like murder snow or anything. Yeah, I can go in there with a full set of slack and not see i think the biomes should be like snow biome desert biome i think it should be when you go there the weather should be miserable on on like either spectrum it should be harder like you should have to switch into the proper gear and like i noticed arc doesn't really do that It, it like it if i felt like it used to but it doesn't really do that anymore you know well like i don't feel like the snow biome should be like uh death snow where no matter what you're wearing, you're going to die. I, I feel like it should be... Like on the island, when you're in the snow area, like there is... If you didn't have fur on, you would get the ice cube to free for, because you're freezing. But if you had some snow gear on, you you were fine. I yeah, think it should at least be that. Yeah, because I, I, do, I do remember when, you know... I was playing with the, you know, on the island, and they first put out the biome, you know, the the snow biome. I remember having to go and basically taking several journeys in because I couldn't, you know, I couldn't survive in there until I was able to get fur. So I would go and I made a made a base just, at, you know, made a little um, keep just outside of the snow biome, 
and then I you know I would run in there and I would you know find a you know, find a wolf or something like that, and then I like t- you know tamed a wolf, and then I'd go and I'd like find some more wolves or some mammoths to try to kill to get some fur, and I have to keep doing that over and over until I could finally make some fur pieces. Granted, this was you know gathering rates were much lower when I was playing on. I want to say it was. It was only like maybe two X or three X. It was you know much more closer to like official rates, so it wasn't one of those where you kill one thing and you have enough to make you know five sets of armor, um, like on some of the servers that we you know that we've been playing on. But I you know it was neat because I remember it, like the sense of adventure that I had with that was just so neat because I was sitting there and uh, you have my scope and looking out over the cold wastelands, you know trying to find these things and you know find them where I wouldn't get just murdered trying to get to him. And then even when I did get my fur, you know, I felt like I was on this adventure because I was in my fur outfit out in the, out in the, out in the, the you know, the uh, Arctic and doing this, you know, doing this adventure. It was, it was a real, a real cool sense. Um, but yeah, you actually needed the, you know, the proper fur in order to survive with that. And I, I liked it. So I agree with that. See, I what I love with the new with any new DLC that Wildcard puts out, it adds totally new aspects to the game and it makes you feel a bit like a noob again. Like I know you guys have been in our Discord, you know, just figuring stuff out together and it just reminds me of back when we all started playing Ark and it was like we didn't know how to how to, you know, tame this thing, or we didn't know where to find this resource. I just like how it sort of brings brings back those old feelings. Yeah. yeah. And from what, from what I've heard, like, I don't know, it just sounds like there's more incentive to, like, to go forward, I guess. I guess, <laughs> um... There used to, it used to be just, like, this is a sandbox game. It used to be just a sandbox no, we weren't given like things to build little castles with, but now they're actually giving us like things to do, things to work towards. So I think that's it's been interesting watching uh, Ark evolve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have, and I just I feel like they're probably gonna fix those biomes to show the different weather because. I mean, it does feel like it's missing. So, yeah, it is- I I do feel that they should have. I mean, I know it's probably a money thing um, by not allowing you, you know, to learn the scorched earth, you know, items or the aberration items on here without um, actually having it. Well, I mean, even though I have it, you know, I still can't learn them unless we unlock them through server settings. Oh um, yeah. So it. It feels that, you know, that if they're going to have a desert, you know, a desert area, they should allow you to actually use the desert stuff, like the adobe, especially if they're going to fix the heat, so that, you know, you might want to make adobe buildings in order for the insulation, mm-hmm. because that's one of the things, you know, they haven't had to do, you know, because it it hasn't been an issue, um, as well as you know they have you know some of the other resources here like you know silk. And so being able to make desert cloth, because there is a there is an area of the map that's the Sulphur Springs where it is 152 degrees Fahrenheit. And if you're like, even though I, I was in 
some partial upgraded ghillie, uh, two pieces of ghillie. So I have um, 358 hyperthermal insulation, which is, you know, a, a decent amount. It's, you know, it's a, you know, it's, yeah. it's a good amount, but I was still taking damage in that heat um, and nearly died. I think, Blue, you did die flying through there, right? Yeah, so irony is about the sunken forest is there's no flyers that you can tame down there. <laughs> and spawning in didn't know that. And Cricket was nice enough to hook me up with the pterodon. And I'm like, mm. all right, got a pterodon. I'm going to go exploring. And I get down to the uh, the sulfur fields. I didn't even notice my health was going down. And I look over, and I have a sliver of health. And I ended up dying and losing the pterodon out in the sulfur fields because I just I didn't realize I was dying. Was Ouch. Yeah, cause, cause it, yeah same thing happened to me. Like I said, even with some gillion, I I didn't notice my health, and I was exploring the area. And then I looked down, and I was like, oh, I'm low on health. Let me try to get my, you know, get myself out of here before I die and I was able to but um then I, I've now made some desert cloth that if I want to go out there I can wear the desert cloth and drink a Kalian soup and then I'm fine but if you know if you didn't have a, you know, a server admin that unlocks the desert cloth stuff you can't make that and so you know that biome you know, that that area really becomes very deadly to even try to go over there to collect the sulfur or the congealed gas. Um, although I don't really know what you want to do with either of those, but um, <laughs> you kind of can't go over to that area without, you know, without having somebody do that. You know, in just talking about it right now, I've come to the thought that what if that area is like Ragnarok's death snow? Maybe you're not meant to be there for very long. That, that's probably true. It probably is like the murder snow. I mean, because it's one of those things, like I said, really all that's there is being able to get sulfur, that I, that I found at least, is being able to get sulfur, and um, it's, I think it's condensed gas, which turns into the congealed gas balls. Mm. Um, but, you know, when, if, you don't have, if you don't have the aberration, uh, Engram's unlocked, congealed gas balls are worthless. And you don't get it unlocked without having to change your server for it. Well, I guess they're assuming that if you're playing official, you can just transfer in from an aberration server having unlocked it. Yeah. Or the character it, already. It's one of those things that it's... But then every time that you you mind wipe, you'll have to transfer that character back over to those servers. Oh, dang. In order to unlock yeah, okay. Because you can Because you can only learn it Right. When you're on that server. Yeah. Which is annoying because, yeah, it's like, okay, I'm mind wiped. Now I got to transfer back over to Aberration to learn, you know, the the climbing pick and to learn the gliding suit. You know, I need to transfer back over to Scorched Earth in order to learn, you know, just the saddles, like the Morella Tops and the Mantis. They have the they have the dinos on the server. But, but you, you can't, can't learn the saddles. the saddles? Oh, that's dumb. You'd think yeah. if they had the dino on the server, you could at least learn... Yeah, so it, it's some things like that that I hope they they change and that it doesn't have to basically rely on the server admins to do it because a lot of server admins aren't going to go through that effort. You know, a lot of them well, you know, just go and, and drop money you know, on, well, on Nitrato server or whatever and just say, I, give me a server, and they don't do all the extra effort that Fel does. I Plus, feel like it's their grab at money. Like they're, they're basically putting this content out and saying, well, if you don't own this, it sucks to be you. 
Well, but like I said, even if, even if I own it, I still have to. I'd have to go into a server that's clustered, so that I can transfer over to the other yeah. ver- the other parts of the cluster in order to unlock them, and I'd have to do that each time. Yeah, but you got to remember, this content isn't really meant for the private servers. This is more meant for the people playing on the official servers. Yeah, it kind of screws them over. It doesn't really screw them over. It's just it it makes it a little bit more difficult, and you're expected to basically have this character who's been around for so long and has had all these experiences, kind of like what Scarlet's trying to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> and unlock the stuff as you've been playing, right? So, I mean, it's not really far-fetched that they're, that's the reason why it's not unlocked. Fair enough. Like I said, I, I can see them not wanting to allow you to have the engrams if you haven't paid the money for the expansions. But if you pay the money for the expansions, you should be able to learn them on what any of the servers. And now, yeah, it's one of those things like if you're in if you're an aberration, yeah, you know, like when we were in aberration, I'm not going to waste the the Engram points learning the scorched earth stuff because I didn't have access to the materials to make it, or you know, the dinos for the saddles to get. So while I had the, while I would have had the ability to unlock them, I wouldn't have unlocked them because it would have been worthless for me. Yeah, except it, like the flamethrower. Yeah, that would have been been nice to to have unlocked. Yeah, and I completely understand that point of view too. Like it's so. just I, the lengths that people will go on official servers is pretty impressive. Like they will assign people to hey, go here, grab that ingram, make a bunch of them, and then mind wipe yourself. Yeah, and people are willing to do it. It's it's impressive. Yeah. We gamers, almost, we go to great lengths. Almost like the length of length that people will go through for stuff like Eve. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any Eve players on the podcast right now, right? No. Giga's not with us so. today. Oh, man. Orphaloon. Orphaloon, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, me personally, um, I've just done exploring for Extinction. And for those listeners who don't know what a corrupt dino is, it... it I'm not exactly sure what they're infected with, but they're infected with something. More than likely, element. Yeah, I think it mentioned that they're infected with element in the description. And the infected are everywhere. Like, in the wastelands, they are everywhere. Mm. So, And, you know, because they're corrupted, they will attack you, including the pteranodons that don't normally ever attack. They are, like, Rats in the sky. Is the <laughs> yeah, most and, annoying thing to come. Across. Yeah, they're probably yeah they're probably one of my most you know hated. I guess you'd call it a new creature because their hitboxes seem wonky. I've I have a lot of trouble hitting them, and because they're flyers, you know a lot of ground dinos have just a heck of a lot of trouble hitting them, and so it's just annoying because they'll just peck at you. Huh. Yeah. So I mean, like the the hardest thing I've had besides trying to find a flyer in the, the sunken forest was probably getting oil. Um, in the sanctuary, you can farm a bunch of different things that will give you oil and what have you, but it, it wasn't... I don't want to say it's not a ton, because our rates are kind of high, so I'm not 100% sure on how it would be like unofficial. Mm. But like you have to do a lot of farming of... Um, Oh, shoot. What are those? Enforcers? Uh, yeah, enforcers. In order to get oil off those. And then um, it's just, it 
it's a lot of farming because it's not like there's a ton of them. You have to search for them. But uh, my boy Cricket here hooked me up with a good spot. That's in the sulfur fields, right? No, it's in the sludge basin. Okay. The sludge basin where there's a bunch of oil rocks for farming. And uh, I haven't really seen a ton of them all over the map. So it's it's just it's really nice to know where you can go get your resource from. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, as I was exploring around, you know, I found this this big area that essentially looks like an oil lake. It's called yeah, it's called the Sludge Basin. And then I saw in there that there was some dark black rocks, and well, they're they pretty much act like the you know those bubbly black oil rocks that were you know down in the water and all that and on the other servers as far as you know just grabbing a an ankylo and and farming them for oil so yeah. and before we put awesome teleporters in the hardest part was getting one dino from one place to another yeah because the corrupted would just slaughter them on the way back it was the biggest pain in the butt mm. unless you had like a quetzal to take a rex with you were just hoping to God it didn't get killed from a corrupted. And when you fight corrupted, they all come running. Oh, that sounds like a pain. <laughs> yeah, you're not fighting just one or two dinos. You're fighting like four or five at a time. So, is there a different, any different goal on that map uh, as opposed to, say, Scorched Earth or the regular island? I haven't played Aberration, but. Um, um, in, in which way? I don't know. Like I, I know with all the things is like survive, build up your strength, all that kind of thing. But I mean, like, as far as the the goal, it seems similar to the others, where it's build up, go into caves, get artifacts, summon bosses, kill them. Um, so okay. there. Yeah, that's that basically arc. That's the formula yeah. for arc. You know, that's yes, basically that what there, it's going to be. There are there are three caves um, that actually have artifacts that I found. Um, I think that's all of them. Um, one in the desert biome. One. Just it's it's considered snow biome, but the entrance is actually just outside the snow biome. Uh huh. And then there's one down the sunken forest. Um, yeah. One thing that I I kind of don't agree with, I kind of don't like, is the fact that you can bring flyers in there. Well, so okay. So here's you can, the thing. So you can, can bypass we bring flyers in because of our server, or is it like that on official as well? I I re- well I read on on forums that people were saying about the caves being so easy because you can bring flyers in. I don't know for certain whether you can do it on official or not. Fair enough. Or whether it's, you know, just if Cave Flyers is turned on. But even on a lot of the other servers, even if Cave Flyers was turned on, you couldn't actually get a flyer in there because they had areas where you either had to go through water or you had to go through a crouched-in area. And so you couldn't bring a flyer in. Whereas here, your entrance is just a big, wide-open gap. And the whole place just stays big and wide open, and you can just bring a flyer through the whole thing. And I feel like two out of the three are actually big enough to fit gigas in. Possibly. Um, I my first time through the desert cave, I I didn't do it with the flyer at all. Actually, my first two times, my first time through, I didn't make it the whole way through. I died, um, but I went through it on foot, uh, no dinos at all, just. You know, grappling hooks and glider suits and crossbows, um, and I made it through to the the, the boss summoning console. Um, I didn't see the artifact at that time, 
I assumed it was in there somewhere, but I didn't see it at the time. And then later, um, we went back in on flyers and flying back out from the console, I was able to see the artifact um, after you pointed it out. Um, so but- I kind of had the same experience in the Sunken Forest Cave. Um, but this time I didn't take a flyer. I decided I needed some hides, so I went in there to go farm it. And just a heads up for everybody, these caves on ground units are not that easy. Like, I have some pretty well-bred uh, tech rexes that I've been working on. And by the time I got to the end of these caves, like, my tech rex with an insane uh, ascended uh, saddle that I, I beefed up through mods, my tech rex was down to half health. Like, these things are no joke. They will tear you up. And yeah, just imagine having like a regular one. Yeah, it just it, you would not do well unless you had a group of people, because there is a lot of stuff that attacks you in these caves. Yeah, and uh, and in that cave, Fel and I, we went in as a pair. He was on a U Tyrannus um, that I think he tamed right at the entrance, so I don't think he originally was going in with the U Tyrannus. Um, I think he was just going in with a few uh, Velenosars, but then he tamed. The Utyrannus in there, and he had his like three velos following him. And then I jumped in with him, riding a velo myself. Um, and they do tear things up really quick because they have you know range with a lot of damage. Um, so I was able to take take down a lot of things before it got to me. But I'm sure I would have died a few probably would have died a few times if it hadn't been two of us because the forest cave has every single creature that is going to make it where you can't control your character. They have yeah. micro raptors, they have baryonyxes, perlovias, utyrannus. Oh. Uh, so everything that's going to knock you off your mount. Oh, I think capros. Oh, I hate so, all of those dinos. <laughs> so everything that's going to knock you off your mount is in there. And, and so I since like I was on a short mount, I was getting ripped it's off. Overwhelming, <laughs> overwhelming amount of things attack. No. Yeah, in in aberration, I was getting killed a lot early on, and it wasn't. But it wasn't that I was getting overwhelmed by numbers. It was I would go through, and a ravager would come up behind me and just tear me up, or you know, one of the other you know, aberrant things would just would just jump on me and tear me up by itself. But yeah, like you said, like you said here, it's sheer numbers that's that's getting you here. You're getting attacked by, you know, two corrupted trikes and a and a Dillo, and a, and a Corrupted Tyranodon all at the same time. Yeah, okay. Maybe a Carno, just for a little sprinkle of flavor. Um, and in, you know, in the caves, you're just getting attacked by a lot of things at the same time. Um, so, yeah, it it definitely it's an, it seems like it's more of a numbers game in this one. Um, which is the same thing with the, the Orbital Supply Drops, which I do like the addition of those. It's It's fun so far. Um, haven't really gotten to put a good attempt in on a red one yet. Um, but the, you know, they're they're events where instead of just normal supply drops, as they come down and give you gear, it's this orbital supply drop, which it looks like a you know crash satellite will come through, and as you approach it, it'll put up a, basically a tech shield around it, and that and then. That'll stay up there. I, I think it goes away after so long, or you can deactivate it yourself. 
but that'll start an event, which then you have to defend the drop against five waves of corrupted creatures that are trying to destroy it. And there's uh, four levels of difficulty. There's a blue one, which is the easiest, then there's yellow, red, and supposedly a purple one, um, which is the hardest one. And the first wave is about, like, eight creatures, so that's not bad, but then it immediately jumps up to, like, between 30 and 50 creatures that will be spawned and coming in, and you're getting stuff like, you know, corrupted. Uh, the blue ones are real, or, you know, I found are real easy, but the yellows, you're, you're getting stuff like corrupted parasers and spinos and trikes and arthropleras and just all kinds of stuff that's coming in at you know, after you. And they have a lot of health, so it's not like you can kill everything before they get there. Um, so it's a matter of just having to try to kill the stuff as fast as you can. But again, it's one of those numbers games that um, there's a lot of things there. Yeah, it can get overwhelming super quick. I mean, I remember listening to you and Fel and chat, and what, by wave three, you're like, yeah, we need to get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, we just got, I mean, like, so we didn't really have anything bred at that point. You know, that was kind of just a, let's try it out you know, while we're here. Come on, guys, only three waves. Get with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to doing more of those, although it's one of those things that with the mods that we have on here and the ability to make, you know, ascendant quality items, the the drops, they don't have the real purpose that they that they normally would. Because we don't, we don't need to get the drop, you know, the items from the drops. Um, it's still fun to do to try out the, you know, the mechanic that they've added in here. Um, so yes, I'm going to keep doing them, um, just to just to see how they, how they're working and all that, and to see if anything interesting comes about from them. Yeah, I haven't tried to do one yet, and I really want to. I just haven't been able to. Mm. I didn't have like the right tame or something right yeah. at the time, so I just had to pass it up. Yeah, so so you do hear them come in. Um, you'll hear like you know rockets streaking a- across the sky, and if you look and find it at the right, you know you'll you can actually see it go and land. I've only seen it one time. I've yet to be able to see it since then. But um, the best way to find them I've found is basically be you know go flying or running through the wasteland and looking for the smoke plumes because there'll be a there's smoke coming up from the, the crash drop. So you can see that further in the distance than you can actually see the drop itself. And so you look for those and then head towards them. Yeah. It sounds like a fun mechanic, and I, I can't wait to actually give it a try. Yeah. You, got, you and Phil have done a couple, and you've almost finished them. Not quite, but almost. <laughs> I, I did finish a yellow one yesterday, the day before, but uh, Goon and Maximus uh, helped me out. Because I was like, you know, I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this yellow one. So I, I had brought, I was on a velo. I was bringing a couple other velos and a Deodon with me, and I was gonna try it out with that, having a couple velos just on turret mode, basically like the four sides of the thing, so they could hit, you know, from any direction, and then being on one myself. And uh, but Goon and Maximus just you know, volunteered to help, so I dropped a teleporter pad down so they could teleport into, you know, to it. And with the three of us, we didn't have a problem taking it out. It's just crazy to think that you have to treat it kind of like a mini boss fight. Yeah, um, and I I think on the the higher like maybe on the red ones, you might be able to get element. I did get some. It wasn't a lot, but I did get some element dust from the yellow drop. Um, 
you seem to get a lot of the cryopods, which, you know, they're not expensive um, once you can make them. Um, but you you can't make them for a while. Um, I don't remember if you could, because you're supposed to be able to only make them in the the tech replicator, which you know, takes 100 element to make, and you have to get the tech gram, which I think is bugged out from what I was reading, because uh, the tech gram does drop from the drops, but people were saying that it doesn't actually work properly to be able to craft it. They may have fixed it since then. I haven't looked, because we have access to it through our mods. I haven't seen an update on it yet, but it doesn't mean it's not out there. But, but so a, a quick side, there is um, element dust, and you have to collect a thousand of it just to make one element. Yes. Wow. Oh my goodness. And so yeah. on, yeah, on our high rates, it's not that hard to collect it. But yeah, on the on lower rates, I can imagine it's a a big farm. But it still seems like it's probably a better farm than having to farm up artifacts and tributes and spawn bosses and kill bosses. It's almost the same grind, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but but it's a grind that a solo person can do. You don't need a whole tribe yeah. to do. So it's one of those things that, you know, it it puts the tech into, you know, the hands of the solo and small tribes, I think. Yeah, you know, it takes some time, but, but they can bit. do it. Yeah, as they, well they have as, a way of getting that stuff now. Yeah, as well as I could see, you know, even if you have a larger tribe, if it's like, oh, you know, I have the day off work or something, so I'm at home, I can, I can do something towards contributing to our, our end game, you know, solo. I don't need the whole tribe to be able to do it. I can go and I can right. do a dust grind. Yeah. So it, it it seems, it seems like it's a, a nice way to to add, to add this in there. Yeah, and my personal experience with this has been, it's been fun. I haven't had as much time to explore some of these mechanics, so I focused a lot of my time on breeding up uh, tech rexes for the boss fight. And um, so far, I've gotten the stats up pretty good. The highest melee I've gotten out of my tech rex is like 596, which isn't terrible. I'm, I'm close to where I want to be, but not quite. So that that's pretty much all I've been able to do besides exploring a little bit here and there. So, yeah, with I'm not sure what exactly I'm gonna be trying to take in the boss fights because the Velos seem right now I think they're gonna be getting nerfed, but they seem right now to be really powerful. Um, but only if you have somebody riding them, um, because their their damage scales only if you have somebody riding it. If you have them unridden, their turret mode on you know it seems like it only does. 20 damage at all times, no matter how much damage you pump in there. Um, but, you know, I can sit on uh, one of mine that has a thousand damage bonus, and it's dealing like almost 200 damage per shot, and it's putting out probably what, 6 to 10 shots per second, maybe? Yeah, they shoot pretty quick. And so it's it just, you know, throws a lot of damage at range um, in a pretty precise manner. Um, so it just seems like they've, it might be one of the, the better ways to put damage on the, on the board, as long as you have something that can keep things away from you. So what I'll probably end up doing for the boss fight is be riding on one of them and then having, you know, a, a tank Rex or two, and then probably like a Deodon or two for, uh, 
prism healing, keeping one like right near me or something, and having one follow the Rexes or something. But I haven't put a whole lot of thought yet into the you know, the boss fights because I don't even know what mechanics they might have to them. Yeah. Um, I know I know Rockwell. See what happens. Yeah, I know Rockwell actually had some mechanics to it. It wasn't just a you need to put damage on the board. Um, you had to actually. It felt kind of like a, a WoW raid almost type thing. Um, you had to actually perform some boss mechanics. And so I'm hoping yeah. that these are going to be like that too. Uh, we can only hope. Yeah, because I haven't looked into them at all. I just, I know what they're called. They're called Desert Titan, Forest Titan, Ice Titan. Well, I just sent Skull out like five <laughs> videos of it, so just ask her tomorrow what the bosses <laughs> look like. Oh, did you? I okay, do hold on. want to tame. <laughs> I yeah, just want that does, to see what it's like. Yeah, it does. And I don't know how that, that works. Yeah, that you can tame the bosses. Um, yeah, I I have no idea how you tame them either. So you tame them in their lair? That's pretty crazy. I, I don't know. Yeah, so I I think you can tame them, but I think you need to kill them in order to summon the final boss because I think you need their tributes. Probably. So, but then you could go back after you do it. You could go back and try and tame them. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's a temporary tame like a Titanosaur, or whether it's a permanent tame. I have no idea. I hate those temporary tames. Now, is it just me, or do the behemoths kind of just look like a Moza flying in the sky? The behemoths? Yeah. It's just you. I haven't I haven't seen, seen the behemoths yet. In the trailer, it looked like, like a, a giant, whale. Ma- oh, okay. giant manta ray. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I was speaking of big things flying in the sky. That I do like the addition of the gas bags. Perfect. <laughs> 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 yeah, because they, they it was great for uh, a pack mule. I I tamed one early on just to s- see what it did, and it was a level five, I think. And I tamed it, and it had nearly four thousand weight uh, at base stats. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of weight for something that. You know, it was a simple, you know, twenty-something dart or, or uh, arrow tame, because um, I wasn't even using, you know, the super dart because I didn't, I didn't have it yet. So it was just a simple, use, shooting my crossbow at it, you know, with a a standard hundred percent crossbow. Um, and they can, if you, I've noticed was, so I didn't try putting anything in the weight because it already had a lot. But I've read recently that. Someone said that they don't get much weight per level, so you basically just leave it at base. Um, I was pumping mostly speed to start with, but then I realized that pumping oxygen gives it more air that it can hold, so it can. So you have less of a chance of it running out of air and cratering when you're fl- when you're jumping with it. So I was doing a balance between speed and and air, but with this the speed you can really make some very large moon jumps with them. I mean, you can clear big areas of the map um, and avoid most creatures um, while you're, you know, while you're hauling your, your, your loot back. So does it basically act, is it basically like a flyer, but just with air? So you have to just watch different, different things instead of stamina, you have like the amount of air you've got. And Um, does stamina play, play a role in it? Like, it's more like a no, actually, lighter, right? Um, yeah, stamina doesn't have any any impact that I've noticed at all. 
Um, basically, you have to hold and right-click, and it sucks up air and it inflates itself. And it gives a certain amount of air. And then when you jump, it goes in the air, and it uses up a certain amount of air as it's floating. You can um, you can move directions, and it'll basically expend some air in the from the opposite side to to kind of move in that direction, kind of correct your um, your path, kind of like you know if you ever played you know, some of the games like a jetpack, you know, kind of that type of thing where gotcha. you're kind of adjusting your you know your uh, your where you're going, but all of those little jet things are using up some of your air, and if you run out of air, you're going to fall hard, and you're, you know, unless you hop off at the end. So you usually want to make sure you have air in it. Um, so right. You you can't control. You, know, you can't stay airborne for really long necessarily. Um, so it's not quite um, like a flyer. The control, you know, the controls are much more sluggish. But if you're just trying to get back to a base like i said you can do these jumps where you're clearing you know 50 foundations worth of distance in a single jump also like can they fight midair like suppose you do get attacked by like a corrupted um pterodon or something mid-flight um i don't think so i haven't tried so you're screwed if you come across something basically um i mean you're you're going you're landing fast enough that they won't kill you in the air generally. Um, so you have to just deal with whatever it is when you hit the ground. Gotcha. But if, well, at least with mine, I had enough uh, enough speed on them that if I landed then jumped again, I was basically outrunning anything that was coming at me. Right, yeah. Um, so, you know, that was, was a nice a nice thing about it. And then as far as controlling them, I've been getting a little better. And one thing that I read is when you jump with them, whichever basically direction your camera is facing, not the creature, that's which that's where your momentum is going to go. So if you want to go kind of straight up, you aim your camera straight up, and you'll do a much more vertical leap. Whereas if you are looking forward more, then you're doing you're more of a, a broad jump type thing. So if you're trying to get up a cliff... You know, make sure you look up. And there are a few other dinos. I don't know if we want to get into all of them and you know, blow our complete load in, in <laughs> one night of uh, podcasting. Yeah, I think we could uh, probably end it up there unless anybody has any questions about uh, the new the new arc expansion. Because Scarlet did say gotcha, and I was like, ooh, that reminds me of another dino. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like... But that one mentioned those. Yeah, so that one will take a whole podcast, a whole podcast on itself because that one has a lot of mechanics Mechanics, that are still being happiness and Um, sadness. God, they are so. They are. hmm. Like I heard about facial expressions. Like, well, what are these things called? And just give a quick little summary about them. And we could dive deeper into them on, on, on another show. But what's they're a called, quick little summary about them? Because you can't go gotchas. talking about them and then just be like, nah, we're not going to, nah, you know. That's we're the not teaser. Gonna. They so, call them gotchas. They look like okay. sloths. You feed them structures and they poop crystals that give you stuff. It's amazing. Cr- structures? This well, is, you, sounded good. Well, they, they eat pretty much anything that you give them. Yeah. It sounds manu- awesome. Including manufactured items. Um, most people just feed them stuff pure stone and that's all i've been feeding them for the most part um but yeah they 
they eat pretty much anything and then they turn it into these crystals on their back that would drop off and inside those crystals sometimes they most of them just have materials which depending on which gotcha you get will be a different types of materials but sometimes you get you know blue purple yellow ascendant drop you know versions of the crystal that actually has i think it's similar to the item spawn table of fishing um you won't like i haven't seen any of the resources that you get from fishing drops but you know you on with our settings you you actually get a lot of you know apprentice mastercraft ascendant gear they sound like a mixture of like fishing and a moss chops like yeah yeah that's yeah it's pretty accurate this is reminding me of like pokemon i'm having like pokemon flashbacks like <laughs> it's like an evolved version of like a moss chops or something Oh, and it's funny because Luminan had a moment where he needed to put something in one of its inventories just to hold it, and <laughs> it ate it. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Bad. So they That's... literally eat anything. Yeah, they're they're like trash bags. For yeah, it's like I I, I always watch because they're using the the S plus trash compactors. Yeah, you, know, you can use the yeah. the pool resources into them, but you have to have something in there in order to activate that ability for whatever reason with the coding with S plus. Oh, interesting. So I always have to think of what what can I throw in there that they, you know, that I'll, will still be there in a second later when I'm clicking the button. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if that's it, does anybody have any more questions? But I, I think I've, I'm good for now. I've been enjoying Same. it so far. Um, I don't know if I like it as much as I liked Aberration right away yet, but I've also only been playing it for a week, so. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. Can't wait to get to there. I'm uh, seriously, like, I was going to just leave it until I uh, got through each map, but it, the, at the rate it's I'm going, I'm still on the island, and I've been grinding pretty hard. So I'm probably just going to make a different character other than Scarlet and uh, just do it just for the experience. Join so I can talk us. About I, okay. <laughs> Will, Will... I'll I'll make that my project this weekend. How about that? Sounds good. And with that, I think we should Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I got to go. give Scully I got to give Scarlet a hard time right now. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. Oh no. Okay. I think I don't think I've ever been in game with Scarlet Fury yet. Ah. Mhm. <laughs> okay, the amount of time no, you know what? Plays I haven't once. either. I haven't either. And I'll I don't know that. why don't she refuses to come on these great servers that we have. Just outright refuses. I'm not. Outright. Ref- I. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit that I haven't been doing that. Not out of. It's not out of any uh, dislike of you guys or or any like not wanting to play the game th- with you guys and experiencing it. It's just that. As a student, I'm sure the listeners have probably noticed that I'm much younger than all of you. As a student, I can say I'm... as a listener, no. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that they, yeah, usually that listeners they can tell they can't that is, see what we're doing. Yeah, so probably the only thing that they can tell that's different is your gender. Huh. You actually sound like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're a student. Okay, you're a student. 
My gaming time? Okay, I don't know what it is I have a about. sack. I'm sticking these excuses into him as you say them. Go ahead. <laughs> uh-huh. You're a student. Right in the sack. There's a sack. I, I have a sack. I have, I have tried to get into these servers. None of you can say that I haven't tried. Because I've spent many an hour. To, I don't know what it is. It must like the mods or just something. But it's just it just frustrates me that I'm spending my gaming time trying to get into something that just won't let me yeah. in. It just I don't. My gaming time is pretty precious to me, and I want to. I swear I will eventually get in. Especially I don't. I think this is. I feel like this is the most I've seen you guys collaborate on server. Or maybe I just haven't been paying attention. I don't know. It's been but, a while. How do you know? You're never even in the servers. I don't even know. I know. I watched Discord, dude. <laughs> that sounded really... I, I see so, chat so happening. You watch Discord? You're watching us? Yes. So, so, uh, so I, I, will say, I will say, too, I can commiserate with that. And that's the reason why I'm not fully... You know, PC Master Race, all that, because a lot of times consoles are just easier to get playing a game on. So, yeah. for anybody who doesn't play on PC, if you have <laughs> a heavily modded server, like we had one that was what twenty one mods, something, something like yeah, and that one just to log into that took me a good fifteen minutes to load up all the mods and get in, and then, and then if you hit hit the twenty one mod limit. And you disconnect from the uh, the host, which I love you, Ark, but it happens often. <laughs> you have to go through that whole 21 load sequence. All right, I'm going to counter that with this. Okay. <laughs> all right, oh, Mr. All everybody again. is having uh, – it's all about time, okay? So uh-huh. time is so important to everybody. <laughs> okay. You load uh-huh. in. You take the 15 minutes to load in the mods, Okay. You loaded in. It took 15 minutes. At that time, yeah, uh-huh. you know, you're loading in. You're going to the fridge. You're making no, yourself I, a sandwich. I, I, I see, I see you're getting a soda. And then Joy. you put it down. <laughs> but wait, I'm done. <laughs> then you sit down. You got your sandwich. You got your soda. Because you would, you would, it was loading in. So you took that time to set yourself up for the night, right? Then, because you have all these wonderful mods mm-hmm. that you just put in, yep. You are saving yourself countless hours yep. of the time that. you would spend doing all these things without the mods. Absolutely. And also, the rates we have on the servers are made because we're all busy people with jobs. So we have our rates set so it makes the game easier to play and more accessible. Although so the rates, actually, the rates if, can be set for console as well. Sure, know, no, no, you're right. I'm, I'm talking about yeah, yeah. That's 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 fine for console. But I'm talking about the PC side of things. Mm. And then it's like, so that's what I'm saying. We have these servers set so if you're a busy person, you could play the game more efficiently. Yep. So if you're playing without these mods, that's a, that's, that's one thing. Heart. And if you're playing without these rates, you're spending way more time. <laughs> Just making five walls than it does to take you to load into our server. And the I, beautiful thing is, is with Extinction Core, I even said on the uh, Discord, uh, I feel so bad for you guys without the mods. <laughs> I yeah. would like to counter Foe's counterpoint. Ooh, counterpoint. Oh, no. I gotta go. Counter good night. to a counter. Oh, good, good night. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What, what are you playing? Are you playing Blue and Magic? I. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. I... <laughs> uh, so oh, layers. I... Go ahead. I love it. Would... Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm just. I'm just. With foe, you have to word word it very carefully because he's very good at finding loopholes. Um, uh, you, you haven't talked to me much, have you? <laughs> apparently not. Um, I look at it this way. I'm playing the game. I'm playing it to play it. Yes, there's a, there is always in any game, um, and please tell me if I'm wrong, there is going to be a certain amount of grinding. So how I see it, I would Close. rather spend more time playing the game than sitting there waiting. I don't. I don't care if I have to make those. Wh- how many walls was it? Five walls. Because I'm gonna have fun doing it. I'd rather be in game grinding than just sitting there eating my sandwich, as mm. you say. I'd rather uh, grind less and play with friends. That's me. And, and to counter your counter. counter. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, to be honest, and, and I'm not saying that playing the base game is a bad. Thing. Like if you've never experienced the base game, do it. It is it is so much fun to relearn all that stuff. But I mean, and a lot of you guys in here can attest to this. After you've done that base game for so long, it is so nice not having to do all that over again so many times. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I personally, I don't have a lot of game time. Um, I have kids. I have work, and. To avoid having to spend two hours just to grind metal just so I can build a handful of walls is yeah. nice. Now, so I was I was playing with some um, some friends of mine on the PS4 uh, that 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 you know that I know in person. I mean, I I would definitely I would definitely meet you guys because you know. But anyway, because I know someone might give me give me grief for saying it that way, but. Um, <laughs> But uh, anyway, playing with some people on PS4, and he would not change the rates to anything faster than official. What? Why? I just like, I, I was like, man, come on. Like, I, we all work. You go to school. I'm not going to sit here for hours and hours. I made it to like, I think I made it to like level 30 maybe. And I was like, I just can't do this anymore. <laughs> No, kudos to you for even getting to level 30. I wouldn't even be able to get to level like 15. I'd be like, no, I'm out. So I have to ask um, everybody in here, have any of you guys ever raised a Giga Unofficial? Now, I know... I know. Oh, gosh, I don't even want to. I wouldn't even want no, to No, I wouldn't that. want to try it. <laughs> and as you say that, I'm just hopping on my raised Giga that I hatched earlier today. And it's now like an hour. Work. Yes, no, and it, it, it actually took uh, like six hours. What what's the official rates, Fo? Do you remember? Is it like two weeks? It's something like uh, yeah, like twelve days or something. Are you actually? Oh and my god! Okay, and that's after it's hatched. It takes like a week to hatch. Yeah, and that's by the way, and then that's like you having to like get up in the middle of the night to feed this freaking thing, yeah. or yeah. having other clans so meet, tri- or a mega tribe, or yeah, hopefully. and then you know it's so easy to just like lose a giga, like sure. Did, it's yeah. <laughs> I've done, I haven't done that with just a Giga, but I've done it with like T Rexes. You'll you know go into what are those stupid flying birds that like dismount you? I've forgotten the name of those. They're like oh yeah, oh, the- I am oh, yeah. definitely uh, terrified of those. But <laughs> it's just so easy to get dismounted by one. 
you've accidentally left your T-Rex on neutral thinking that you'd be fine. And then suddenly it's running off after something that hit you. And then you got to put a tracker just- on all your important dinos. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't do it, but it's such an important thing. So just because, just to put it in perspective, I looked it up on my best friend, the Dodo Dex. Nice. It is a 13-day, 18-hour incubation. Oh! No, it's two weeks. That's just the egg. Wait, what's the... the, What about mating? Like, how how long does the mating take? Oh, that's... that's Mating's fast. Yeah. What... Whatever regular mating is. That's not even... Five minutes. But total (laughs) maturation, 11 days and 16 hours. Oh, no. No, 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 no. On top of the 13 days that you just spent uh, uh, incubating the egg. I have so much respect for PvP people who will, or even PvE people on official who will go to that length well, to raise a pixel, pixelated, like not spitting on video games or anything, but my god, like, yeah. Now, now, granted, the mega tribes, they don't just raise, you know, one giga. They one, raise, they do, like several. You know, 20 yeah. gigas at a time. So every, you know, 20, what is it, whatever it is, 24 days, they get, you know, 20 yeah. gigas. That is the power uh, of parallel processing. <laughs> the one tribe I was in, we were popping 30 gigas at a yeah. time. And it was a process. Like, you'd have people logging in at all hours of the night, mm. doing meat runs, you have to fill filling up the troughs, and it's just oof. Respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and speaking of losing gigas, I remember when I tamed my first giga on, I think, I think it was like a 6x Rage or something like that, which took a long time, but then that was back when the rage mechanic was still really bad. You fall off oh. the level and it eats everything. And yeah. my, my, my buddy was riding the Giga back, and yeah, he barely dropped, you know, from a, a very short distance coming back from, you know, from the cold area there in the island, and it raged on him and <laughs> murdered him. <laughs> That's, yeah. On that note, That's... I think that is a good point to wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are the Renegade uh, Gamers Radio Podcast. We put out a podcast twice a month. Come join us in our Discord and game with us and talk with us. We're all a bunch of good people. We've got a ton of awesome people in there. So, question: If they don't, uh, how, how do how, how do people get a hold of us and join our Discord? They call Blue That's on his cell phone nine one seven five two five two eight. Do not call that number. It's probably fake. It's a phone thing. <laughs> Just don't don't only probably. To <laughs> you know that's a good question. We'll have to figure that out. Because uh, I was looking at it, it's just like, okay, yeah, we have a podcast, join the Discord. Join Discord. Uh, how do I get there? <laughs> we have an email somewhere. We'll put it in yeah, the uh, show notes. you really want to send us an email, you could check us out at crossplatformrenegades at gmail.com. Um, and we will probably get, I'm going to sort of, maybe I'll try to help get a Twitter going or something like that. Just because, you know, Twitter's the thing apparently these days or whatever. I'm never on Twitter. Seriously, you know, like I, I have it. Well, I just, you know, I can't you, use it. It's just, I, I almost never use it either. It's like yeah. I have Facebook. That's enough for me. For I tweet just to look at people's profiles. That's it. 
<laughs> so you creep up on people. That's cool. You like to just creep around. I got it. What? So you'd rather we get Snapchat or something? Oh God, no! I don't want to see. <laughs> what, are we, what are we in 2011? Come on, Snapchat. Uh, hey, people are still using just Snapchat. Check out, our check out my Vine, guys. Check out my Vine. Isn't Grinder a dating app? Yeah, uh, it's... I said Vine. Who said Grinder? Someone did. I think you it was. You could check, check us out on Chat Roulette. Like, so if you you know jump on Chat Roulette, and you might be able to run into us on there too. Uh, <laughs> MySpace, you know, go go search up cross-platform renegades at MySpace. Oh, I don't know. But <laughs> Chat Roulette is a very very. Thing, like, you don't want to be. Don't go on there at work. Don't go on Chat Roulette at work. Uh, uh, so, before. <laughs> 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 All right, Foe, before we wrap this up, can you throw out that email one more time? Um, cross platform renegades at gmail.com. Hey, we can, we can put that in the show notes, right? Yes. You could. Our shiny show notes. Show notes. Show notes. <laughs> Episode two. It uh, started as uh, something, and we actually <laughs> put out something. Is all right. It's a rap, yo. <laughs> it's a rap, yo. <laughs> if you want to join us, there's a link in the show notes for our Discord. And if you'd like to email us, our email is crossplatformrenegades at gmail.com. See you soon. <laughs>